Yamada-san, we bless you for all you've made. We pray that you bless this day and that you give us good uh, talking ability and ability to talk about the things that you want us to talk about. Amen. Well, welcome back. Thank you, guys. Sorry about uh, joining us in the middle of our prayer to Miyamoto-san, our great friend and dear leader. I only um, pray to Sakaguchi-san. So. Sakaguchi-san is dead! No, he's not. He's pretty much alive. That's not the guy who died, right? No, that's the final answer. It's a lot. Don't mean too soon, okay, Donna? <laughs> Anyways, my name is Brank. And, uh, Jank. 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 And... Uh, Brank Donna. Brank Donna Gust. And Stank. Yeah, yeah. And Stank. Um... <laughs> We're back for another episode of Super BS, and we are just here to... <laughs> That's, uh, we don't have the money for a soundboard, so instead we have Jank here making up sounds. That's right. Um, we're here to talk about games, games, and anime. And primarily anime. So, uh, <laughs> are we going to talk about cosplay? So, about Attack on the Titans Season 2, okay? I know we're all watching that. We're on Episode 30, which is Episode 5 in Season 2. We love it. We love all the characters. We love everything about it. Um, Donna, tell me your favorite characters and why. Um, I love the guy's mom because she gets eaten in the very first episode. Oh, you actually watched the first episode. Yeah. It's <laughs> a really good. My job. question is, why are all the giants naked? Uh, why would they be clothed? There's no clothes. Think, what, is there a seamstress? I feel like it's just part of making them as creepy as possible because those things are creepy. They are. They creepy. are really creepy. I mean, no, I, I actually, I, a giant seamstress. So. I, uh, I briefly, <laughs> I briefly was in an anime, not appreciation, like an anime studies class in college, and we watched Attack on Titan. It's actually really good. Yeah, you no, guys I, should finish it. I thought it, it was, I thought it was great. I just, I'm bad with watching shows. I just get bored so fast. Not with. Not specifically because of that show, but yeah, like, it's hard I would just watch. so much rather it, play games and watch TV. I, I I'm get not that. a huge I, episodic TV person. For anime, for me, it's, it's not it's that the I... Simpsons, but... The Simpsons, yeah. It's not that I get bored with anime, it's that I get distracted. Like if yeah. there's something else See, I want to watch, it's, I'll it's, stop. It's more like... Uh, it's because it's not specific to anime for me. Like, even just like... Like, I've never finished Lost. I've never finished Breaking oh, man, Bad. Lost is pretty good. I mean, you and don't need to finish Because it's like... But... Like, when I think of the amount of time goes into watching these, like, supposedly really great TV shows, or, like, every episode is an hour. I know it's different with Attack on Titan, but like every episode is, like, you know, it's, like, how many seasons? It's, like, so much time, and it's, like, I would rather sink that time into games in my backlog. That's why you got a thing called a Vita. That's yeah. why you got a thing called a Switch. This is why you got it. So, oh, hey, I'm watching Attack on Titan. There's a boring scene I, I don't care about. Can do Boom. That. I can't do See, that. I can, I can, I can, I can put oh, on Seinfeld or The Simpsons or like South Park on repeat at Infinim and then play handheld. But if I'm watching like an engaging show... Yeah, but if it gets engaging, before. for sure, I put all that stuff down. And Attack on Titan is one of the hardest shows to watch because I watch it in Japanese because I don't... I never watched the dub one. I don't know if it's good. It's not even on like uh, Netflix. I know. Why is that? I don't oh, know. Really not. You can't choose. No, you can't choose That's for that stupid, show because I don't want to watch it. Honestly, though, like subs. Uh, yeah, I, but you might want to watch it with subs because there are some. It's supposed to be like European people, and it's supposed to be like some people are like farm like people, and I can just imagine how bad the dubs are. Like, oh yeah, I live on a farm. Dude, like, they, it, it, oh my gosh! Yeah. Like, I always, probably might hate the show. It's always I, the same, like five or six voice actors and well, because they're the only yeah, people. You have the guy that plays Vegeta doing like twenty voices on yeah. one show. What's crazy well, what, is that you don't really have to be an anime fan to start to notice. Yeah, like I feel like I remember the first time I was like, I forget what game I was playing. I was like, I'm pretty sure this guy was in Star Ocean 3. And I'm like... <laughs> and then I think it's like the same dude is in uh, freaking... Um, I forget. I mean, it's like you, you yeah. hear the same yeah. four voices. My favorite is the Dynasty Warriors dub. Did you guys ever play that game? Oh, yeah. They have yeah. like characters who have like New York accents <laughs> for a game that takes place in feudal China. <laughs> I mean, it's the same thing in Star, in Star Fox 64. Don't oh, don't potty just yeah. <laughs> At least there's space animals. Dude, why is that? Okay, so they have all all the dubs, but anytime that they do one that's based on like a Midwesterner or like yeah. someone from the South, it always sounds so bad and almost uh, like well, gee golly, prejudice. <laughs> oh, it's how Southern people talk. Final I'm Fantasy sorry. did that too with uh, Cindy. Oh, and Cindy, Sid, oh yeah. God. 
Cindy wasn't that bad. Yeah, though. Cindy was really bad. They she always was, have, have to have one person like that in, I am. in every I mean, game. I mean, it was a little grating, but thankfully she wasn't like in the car with you the whole game. Right. Then I would have been like, bam. <laughs> <laughs> they should have had a contact sensitive turn around to punch. Press square to punch. <laughs> consistently. Um, um. Beating women, it's a part of our podcast. No, I'm just joking. Sorry, it's terrible. Oh edit that out. Edit that, Jake. It's oh, um, a turn. Um, <laughs> took a turn for the worse. <laughs> anyway. You can uh, edit that out later. <laughs> um, probably oh, so, need to in this day and age. Uh, yeah, yeah, right. Probably um, need to, and, and definitely don't edit it out and make a clip of it and then post it to whatever you post. <laughs> Hey, see this funny thing that I Check took out, out all the, It'll be on Twitter tomorrow. Yeah, all the, I take out all the context. I just put this Look on for there. at Brank <laughs> at on Brank, Twitter. At Brank uh, attacking women. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyways, about games, since we've now uh, you know diverged and evolved that was and funny divested. You originally said anime as a joke, and I actually <laughs> went on and talked about it for well, a few because we love it. Uh, yeah. I don't know if you remember our original podcast name animelandboys.net but <laughs> to talk about the best name i i do wonder um with like really bad game voice acting like where like how that happens because there's like i get when certain actors like aren't that great that are in like hollywood movies and stuff like that yeah. and it's like you're like okay this person's not great like someone like a I don't know, like a Megan Fox or something oh, like that. Oh, but they're good looking, you mean? Yeah, but yeah, even, you can't really even, see on But games. even that, where it's like they're not great, but yeah. it's not it's not so bad that you're like, yeah. like this is clearly like a student film well, actor. It, it's funny because you have some games where they spend a lot of money like on the game itself, and then they run out of money for the voice <laughs> acting, so they, they get their like brother. The, <laughs> yeah, the yes. bottom of the barrel of voice actors and just get this terrible. Right. So, but then, then I wonder though so sometimes because it's like that consistently happens, like with like Tales games that have terrible voice acting. Mm. Well, uh, which is our favorite game series, yeah. <laughs> Tales of Brosaria. Well, but uh, it's like the acting is always so bad, but it's also so like appropriately anime yeah. like for yeah. for dubbed anime and i wonder if like bad acting is like they try to find like that they like, want that like that's bad? like that's Let's standard <laughs> that's yeah. why yeah. we should actually Do record voices? our voices uh no they actually have a game coming out called xanadu or something like that i found this casting Xanadu's called. An old game yeah so they're remaking it really and they're that's doing if you want, which is really, really funny, you can actually be a voice in the game. You just Whoa, send like a, a voice sample. And so that's why we are going to, they're looking for the worst voice actors you can. Boom, right So here. I'm going to do it. I'm going to be like, oh, don't potty. I'm pretty yeah. sure Xanadu's like an old anime. Uh, I mean, not an old anime, an old RPG. Yeah, it is. And yeah. Yes. And, and it chooses like, they give you like the voice types they're looking for. And then they give you a, like a line to say and the amount. It's really funny. I actually... Looked into doing it and then I got super lazy. But it's still. Is there still screenshots terrible? of this remake? I'm trying to look for it right now. Oh, uh, there's sure. screenshots of the voice acting. It's called like Xanadu. Do you know who's doing a lot of good voice acting in anime and video games right now? Is Lena Headley from Lord uh, Game of Why Thrones. Why is she in that stuff? I don't know, but she's like. <laughs> what happened to her? Game was she's good. What is it? I think it's Xanadu, right? Tokyo Xanadu behind the. Oh, not Tokyo Xanadu. Please give us a moment. Sorry. As we, uh, we'll have to edit this out. Um, we're going to have to edit out that joke anyway, so yeah. just edit this section out. Yeah. There's just a lot of editing. Um, oh, no, it's called Fa Xanadu or something like that. Fa Xanadu? Okay. And it's... I saw the Kotaku, like, post of it. Fa Xanadu. And I clicked on the link. I was like, yeah, that sounds actually kind of fun. It does kind of sound fun to, like, record your voice and... See if you could do it. I don't think it's paid, so well, it's totally okay. in line with this. Am the NES game I'm looking at is a spin-off of, so... I think I'm looking at the wrong one. I'm all, right. all 1987? Right. Casting call. I'm going to check it out. Way. Well, either way. Well, uh, okay, so anyways... Uh, oh, here it is. Here it is. Here it is. Casting call. Fan translation of Legend of Xanadu now holding auditions. And, like, if you click on it... Let me see... Uh... Man, this really, really suck at putting like an easy to find link. Well, oh, here it is. LOX dub project. And it gives you like the listing for the characters and then like what they, so main roles. It says, Eriaios, bio, the hero protagonist. And what they're looking for is late 20s, 
medium to medium high, line count 140. Why so, does it matter how tall you are if it's going into Yeah, I know, right? Line. They're like trying to figure out. It says medium to medium high. They're no, no, no. medium to medium high pitch voice. Oh. <laughs> you ruined it! You freaking ruined it! We need, we need your voice it. to be at least 5'6". That's, that's always one of the least believable things about... about Translations where it's like you expect me to believe this big, tall warrior dude is not only eighteen but sounds like like a preteen boy. Yeah. Oh man. Oh man. Well, that's like, why I do like it. Hey, hey guys. <laughs> <laughs> that's why uh, Lost Odyssey, man. Main character, deep voice. Yeah, it's cool. Man. Best and game. then they have those kids with the Dude, most annoying voice I need to finish ever. that game. I still it's own good. it, and I want to. I just I. I got really far into it, and then I never finished. It's a, it's, a, it's a good game. I enjoyed it a lot. Well, we actually need to start talking, because I feel like we've, like, chatted up a storm for about 30 minutes. What have you guys been playing? Donna, kick it off. Um, I have been playing Salt and Sanctuary. Never heard of it. And I also finished Vanilla Dragon Age Inquisition, finally. Okay. And I finished the first When do you get the Chocolate Dragon Age Inquisition? <laughs> I go for Strawberry. 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 It's um, a Neapolitan. And my thoughts on that... Several years late, um, I was surprised by the ending quite a bit, mainly the bit that has to Don't do with, spoil it. with certain characters. Um, Nobody's played Dragon Age yet, it's brand new. Are they so. going to make another one? So do they so they, I mean, I, they will, yeah. even if, even, but I, my understanding, now I haven't finished the DLC, and supposedly the, there's a DLC, not supposedly, but it takes place two years after the main game. And it leads into the next game. Is oh, what, okay. So, okay. so cool. that sounds like the next Dragon Age might actually be a direct sequel. That'd be cool. Um, Especially since Dragon Age 2 was not a direct sequel to Dragon Age Origins. neither is, neither Wait, is Inquisition. Yeah, no, definitely. But it'd be cool if they, they should have just named it like Dragon Age blah, blah, blah yeah. instead of <laughs> 2. When so it, is it one of those games where it all takes place in the same universe, but it's yeah. is, is it on the same timeline? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. yeah same Dragon universe, Age, same the, timeline. The time between Dragon Age 1 and Inquisition, I think, is 10 years. Okay. Um, so it's not, it's not that far off. So, because the characters that you play as... Well, for one, in Dragon Age Inquisition, you meet your character from Dragon Age Two. Okay, so you go oh, yeah. on a mission. It still has That's like cool. all the same like places and yeah. Okay, yeah. It's like a um, short, fun cameo. Yeah, and then uh, it's all yeah, it's all the same. It's like a continuous. It's the same as like Mass Effect. the The whole impetus of Dragon Age when Bioware was a was a better company was that Dragon Age was supposed to be instead of Mass Effect, where you play Shepard's story. You get to craft your own story of the world of Thetis or Ferelden or whatever. Okay. Um, so it's like you don't play the same character every game, but you play the same storyline that shapes decisions. Like who did you name king in the first game? Like who did you do this? Uh, like that continues forward. Over. Exactly. Okay. They they definitely botched it with yeah. the third game because they switched over to that keep that terrible terrible keep system. So it made it so that... It's kind of hard, though, like, what could they have done, you know? Like, yeah. they had to figure out something that would let people, you know, yeah. transfer uh, it's, it, it's just bad, though. It's just yeah. frustrating. Um, it's frustrating for... Because the keep itself, theoretically, is not bad. And yeah. I can see the long-term goodness to it. Yeah. But what's annoying is that it was, like, you couldn't... If you played like you, the, you said they said you could upload your old games to the keep, and it oh, would really? work, and it doesn't. So it's yeah. like when you have to go through the keep and customize all your decisions. It's like I remember being very meticulous with my Dragon Age, with my second uh, canon playthrough of Dragon Age Origins. Okay, and I don't remember it because it was like five years ago. So well, it's like to having to go through and remake a bunch of decisions. Like I remember the main ones, but I don't no, remember you the need like. To remember every single. Did you give this ring back? It's like. I don't no, that's that, not but, their fault. Um, they don't remember every side. But anyway, <laughs> so my understanding is that that uh, Trespasser DLC leaves Inquisition with the idea that it might be the next Dragon Age might be a direct sequel where you still play as the Inquisitor. Okay. Um, I haven't experienced that myself because um, I haven't finished it, but I would be interested in that. I would love it for love for it to be a much smaller game because screw you, EA, like, <laughs> like. Stop! Stop! Like so trying much to. Time. It's like it's stop a, it's trying a very to hit bloated a bloated game. Yeah, yeah I mean every crazy. game is bloated. It's because the big like it's, the big suits with all the money are like, oh, yeah. right now people want this, so make this. It's like yeah. it's especially bloated. Like yeah. in what from what I understand, Mass Effect Andromeda was bloated. Like oh, a hey, bloated, yeah. let's throw everything at these yeah. people. Um, 
But uh, what about that second game though? Because I mean, Dragon Age we've heard about a lot. Yeah. What about so, Salts? Salt and Sanctuary finally came out on Vita like a month ago, right? Something like that. Uh, 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 February. February. Two months ago on Vita. No. <laughs> so, they do. Uh, indie developers do. Okay. Like once every several months. I mean, I, I don't have anything against the Vita. I, oh, I you hate it. You I are don't. specifically this guy. Put in an anti-Vita hate I oil broke all here. three of mine. <laughs> um, you had one? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, they, uh, it, was a, it was a Steam PS4 release. Um, the, the, the concept is supposedly like a Dark Souls side-scroller. Side yeah. So it's like, uh, it's very like... Brutal, challenging. You die a lot. Um, it's very dark, but it's a side scroll. It's also like 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 hand drawn looking. I don't know. It's probably it's probably not. But it's like got like a cartoony look to it. Yeah, Scott Studios. Um, Maybe dishwasher. So it's not. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. So it's not like they have an interesting aesthetic. Yeah, it's it's a cool aesthetic. Um, the game is a lot of fun. It um, it reminds me of. Um, it doesn't. Re- it's not that similar. It reminds me of Rogue Legacy in that it reminds me of the feeling of playing Rogue Legacy on my Vita, okay. where once I started, <laughs> I just didn't want to put it down. Yeah. And it is like a side-scrolly, like action RPG kind of deal. Um, this is obviously a lot more. Whereas, uh, you know, Rogue Legacy is kind of like a just don't die kind of thing. This yeah. game is similar, but there's a little bit. It's just a different strategy. Um, but there's a lot of like dodging, a lot of like timing your animations and that kind of stuff like that based on your attacks. Um, you gather salt, which is similar to souls, and you at sanctuaries you level yourself up, you increase your stats, you specialize in what type of character you're building. They have classes to choose from in the beginning, which Dark Souls does not have, I believe, right? No, it does. It oh, does. Right. So it it is from what I understand. I haven't played it. You have, but uh, it's Wait, very does Dark Souls similar. One classes? Yeah, it does. Yeah. It so has like six. They're that. all all there are stat changes, armor changes, and weapon changes. And yeah. they so say you choose the paladin, you're going to start with a healing spell. In Whereas, Dark Souls, yeah. I don't remember classes That's, in Dark Souls. It, one. It's totally like that. And then normally they I have a Dark Souls one so much. They have a, a class they can choose that's called like I don't know I can't remember the name of it, but it's a level one class with no extra stat boosts. But it's the best because the previous classes they all start at like level ten. So mm-hmm. you can totally adjust this character as much as you want yeah. and get you get extra points, but it's harder because you start at disadvantage and you have to kill the first boss. Talking about Dark Souls? Out. Yeah, Dark Souls. Yeah. So uh, anyway, they have classes. Um, yeah, the, the downside to it that I'm discovering is that it's not a game that's easy to put down in the sense no of... Save, not saves all the time? No, it seems... I, I don't know... Because I, I always just put it in sleep, yeah. so I never really That's have that issue. What I mean by put down is that if you take a break for like a couple days, you, you forget where you're headed to. Um, yeah. You know, it's like I remember I was exploring this place that I and like I was going down a staircase, and then um, I decided not to because it didn't seem it seemed like I was going to die, and it wasn't the right way. So I went, and then like I have forgotten where that staircase is. So I'm like. You know, like kind of in that where it's like I'm backtracking, I'm like going through different areas. Now there's it's fun to backtrack because the areas are not that big. Mm-hmm. Um, they're big-ish, but they're not so big that they're unmanageable. But basically, you need to memorize the game. Yeah. Um, you know, it's I if it's a little bit different because Dark Souls, Dark Souls One didn't have a lot of backtracking, if I remember. Uh. It doesn't, but there are spots. So say you go into like you want to backtrack, you can actually. Well, it's not even that. Like, well, there's, like, there's that, branching cause, paths cause, um, that you can like start here. So you're gonna go back to the beginning at some point and go down. But the second in path. Salt and Sanctuary, you unlock powers that then yeah. give you. It's different a Metroid, Metroidvania-esque yeah. game where yeah. you're you're gonna do stuff that, so, that's not uh, yeah. like Dark Souls. Yeah. So you get powers where you can go back and then you can like access double different jumps, barriers, right? Yes. Like you're gonna jump higher. Oh, yeah. Okay. So like I recently unlocked a power where there's these black obelisks, and if you use this power next to them, you flip upside down. So yeah. is it one of those games where they give you side quests, but some of them you can't complete until you have like no? I don't think there is a side. I don't think there are quests so much in this game. Just I haven't areas. encountered any. You, you, you basically the story is that you're on an abandoned like your ship crashes on this island, and like the island of the nameless god or something like that. Okay, and then you just have to figure out how to get out. Oh. And so it's like, what are you gonna like? 
So you go through claiming sanctuaries, defeating bosses, like slowly learning the story of this island. But there's not like a quest mechanic that I've discovered in any way. Okay. Um, you you gather like items to upgrade your gear. You gather salt to upgrade your character. Um, you like you encounter like random characters in like weird parts of the map, which is kind of cool. I talked to a scarecrow, who's apparently the most important character in the game. Yeah. Um, well, Scarecrows are always. So. Yeah. Cool. And then and then yeah, you like. You can align with a creed, which is like a religion, basically, and they have that in Souls too. Yeah, um, the sun—that's where the praise of the sun comes. Yeah, from. yeah, yeah. But uh, and then you claim your sanctuaries, which are kind of like the fires of uh, Dark Souls, where it's where you like level up and stuff. Oh, yeah. Okay. But uh, you claim them in the name of like your religion, and then sometimes you come to ones that aren't that are already claimed the name of a different religion, so you have to use a different mechanic to like steal them or you can change creeds but there's something to leveling up your chosen creed that i haven't encountered yet but i've beaten i'm, a, I'm about do i think you, there's like do each of the creeds have like their own perks um yes but i haven't figured out exactly what they are okay. i think um the perks have to do with like what's no i don't really know what the perks are i think the perks are lore based if anything like okay. i picked so you the beginning I think there's there's creeds you can unlock, mm-hmm. but the beginning you get to choose between basically these woodsmen they're like atheists okay um, of some kind where they like believe in the strength of nature or something like that okay then there's like the three gods which are like the it's like the common religion of the day okay um, and then there's the the goddess of light who's like the ancient goddess which is the one I picked because I'm all about the ancient. That's <laughs> what it's all about. Um, and well, yeah. But we're going to actually probably talk more about this soon because I want to do a little bit of a, like a feature on like roguelikes and you mentioned that. Anyways, uh, hashtag bring it to Switch. That's what we're starting. Hashtag, hashtag. bring it to Switch. What have you been uh, playing, Jank? I bought a Nintendo Switch. Hashtag bring it to Switch, hashtag man. Bring it to Switch. Hashtag that's what we're all about. Uh, Get so those hashtags I've been up playing, there. Uh, I've been spending a lot of time Legend of Zelda. And uh, in the comments, please put hashtag bring it to Switch. Hashtag bring it to Switch. We're live right now. Definitely. It's, okay, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be upfront with you guys. Uh, shut up. I've never. Played, this <laughs> no, I'm just joking. This is my very first Zelda game. Whoa. What? Yeah, really? I've never played any of the other ones. You've never played Ocarina of Time. Never. Never played the original Zelda. No. My very uh, first Zelda game was the very first Zelda game. The, Flip table. Okay, well, it's, when, when I was a kid, I had a Game Boy. I didn't know. You had a GameCube, you mean? Whatever, yeah. <laughs> no. I didn't know anything about Zelda. Like, I didn't know it any. Because I was never a Nintendo kid. I had Sega, and then I made the jump to PlayStation. I never yeah. owned Nintendo stuff, so. You had a GameCast. The, the, yeah, GameCast. The only Nintendo, like, games that I knew were, like, Pokemon and uh, Mario. Yeah. But okay. I never had played a Zelda before, and I'm. You know, I'm diving into this one, and it's it's a it's a really just beautiful game. Everything's really well done. Um, Where are you at? I am at the second village. I just got okay. there. Hateno Village. Yeah. So nice. I haven't really explored much of that. My, it, it's a weird dynamic to have it so your weapons break. I think it's actually cool in the end. It is really frustrating because there's very few games where you have stuff break so quickly. A lot of games have the mechanic, but normally it's like. Oh, just take it to the blacksmith and fix it. Yes, that's this is just to try. The one thing I do like is it forces you to try stuff. Most games, I stick with something. I'm fine with uh, I'm fine with weapon breaking. Um, I'm glad that there's no uh, base building mechanics. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, there also is. We talked about that last week. How I hate that. Yeah. I read um, I read an interview. That's a side rail too much or derail, yeah. but. I read that interview on Kotaku with one of the dudes that was in that was like part of Skyrim or something. Or oh, what are they gonna have? And he was talking about how they uh, the the idea for like building like a base in town was was supposedly part for Skyrim, but it just didn't make it in. Oh, thank God! And I'm like <laughs> so nervous now. If they start doing this mechanic in every game, I will never play okay. a game again. I don't mind it if it's not required, but we'll we'll need to talk about that later because like I don't mind it if it doesn't if it's not micro if it doesn't have to be micromanaged. If, like well, I don't. I mean, yeah, I just don't mind it to keep like going back to it. Like if it benefits me in some way, like gives me money, like if I'm yeah. restoring like a. Like a brothel or something. That's why Fable Two had the best uh, mm-hmm. purchasing, like real estate mechanic. You just shut off the game. Yeah, and you, keep, you have like, like tons of money. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I totally get that. Uh, but anyways, okay, so uh, but yeah, I love. I mean, it 
it takes me back, man. It's like a, a total nostalgia game for it me. It takes like, you back to games you've never played. <laughs> yes. No. Um, so, what do you uh, what do you think of the shrines? I just want to ask a couple questions, then ask you what else you've been playing. Real quick. What do you think about the shrines? I, I like the shrines. shrines. I like the puzzles. I uh, you know I had before we went on air. I had or not air, but did whatever. Well, we're live right now. Please yeah, comment live, in the please. chat. How we're on air. The live stream. If you missed it, uh, that sucks for you. But um, AnimeLandBoys.net. Yeah, uh, the the thing with the ball was frustrating for me because yeah, I'm just I'm the not ball. coordinated. But everybody hates on that one. I'm like, it takes like. Five minutes, like it's not that big a deal. But I'm like, just, not, you'll read reviews where people are like, "This is the worst ever." I'm talking it, blah blah blah, and you're like, oh, "Man, it's I'm, just a." There's 120 yeah, tries. I mean, Skip and it. if I couldn't do it, I probably would have just moved on to yeah. something else. But like, I just I'm not coordinated enough for it's, stuff like that. It's tricky. I'm not gonna say like it's a super great design puzzle. Anything that uses like I think it's called haptics, motion controls. Are always going to have like issues. They're always wonky. For me, it, it's not a, it's not the fact that it's challenging. It's the fact that the camera angles bothered me. Yeah. I couldn't like switch it back to. And you've you've played this type of puzzle ball game. You tilt you know tilt the. They have, this is a famous old type of game. Tilt the screen or tilt the board, and the ball moves. You want to get in the hole. Um, but yeah, it's it's not as bad as people say. But anyways, any other impressions you have about it? Um, no, I mean, so far I like it. I, I don't know how far into the game I'm getting. I like how... How many the, shrines you, have you done? I've done probably seven. How many dungeons? No dungeons. You got a long time yeah, to play yeah. the game. Well, I mean, because I've, I've just been turning on playing it <laughs> yeah. in my free time. It's, but. it's an awesome game, but I would say I spent about 70 or 80 hours with it. I got an all So I've been with Salt and Sanctuary too, yeah. which is a little hard. Like, you yeah. need to sit down and play. Kind of like, focus on it. Yeah. So that is something with, I wish, and this is why I keep pushing Brain Switch, hashtag Brain Switch, for Salt and Sanctuary is like, I like the idea that's on PS4 and Vita. But I want the idea where it's like, hey, I'm playing on the go, and then boom, dock it at home, you know play what? it quick. I, right? I know I, I wouldn't, based on my experience with the game now, I yeah. think I would really not enjoy it playing it on a big screen. But you know what? You never know that until you've done it. Like, it's I true. like that idea. Like, we used to, we had the game. It just feels so, like, like the perfectly yeah. mobile for me. We yeah. had the GameCube, and we had an adapter on our GameCube that let you play Game Boy Advance games. And it was like the coolest thing ever. Like how you make it sound like we shared a GameCube. We had one GameCube. Uh, <laughs> neither of us. Just one. We had the of one, course, did, had different parents, so we lived <laughs> in different houses. But we had this one GameCube. <laughs> we kept it between our houses and by the tree. Uh, <laughs> I mean, everything on GameCube is overshadowed by Fantasy Star Online. So Yeah, but I'm just saying, though, that idea where I could play the game on my Game Boy Advance, take because games were saved on the cartridge, take it into like my GameCube at home and play it. I loved that. That was such a cool idea and like concept. They've made it now. Like I want to do that whenever I want to do that. I like Salt and Sanctuary because you can share save. I think I actually don't know. Wasn't that the whole thing with the uh, was the small PSP? They were bragging about how the PSP Go. Go. They were bragging about how you could pull like you could play games. So it's the same. Vita is the same as that. Like these games that cluster. It's classic Sony yeah. bragging, like, hey, this is a thing. <laughs> it's got Sony's logo on the, it. The, yeah. the only negative is you're going to constantly have to upload saves, then download saves. Like, it's not like a super big process, but it's it's annoying enough oh, that I'm like, that, hey, yeah. I don't want to do that, especially if I'm not next to Wi-Fi, or especially if I'm not at my house Wi-Fi where I have to connect to it. Anyways, anything else you've been playing before we get too far into No, that, that's it. I, my, I did have a question for you guys. What do you think the odds are of them bringing an original Final Fantasy title to Nintendo Switch? Pretty Good, high. Yeah. I mean, I don't they know if it's going to be a number. It won't be a number, yeah. but, they'll, but it'll be like a... Crystal they Chronicles. They like Crystal Chronicles. Yeah. Maybe um, we'll get lucky and we'll get something like uh, Bravely Default. That'd be that'd awesome. Be amazing. Like, Bravely Default's a great uh, 3DS title on series i'm i'm hoping there's some stuff we're gonna talk about in the news that makes me a little bit more worried about that stuff coming anytime soon but i am hoping that they're just hey this is gonna be all in i real quick want to just uh run over the quick stuff i've been playing wait, been, wait 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 oh have you been playing something else brian what have you been playing oh man i'm just uh sorry we're gonna edit this so i can <laughs> take him outside for his daily beating um been aggressive and violent today sorry guys i haven't been going to anger management like oh, i said um, hide your wives. I got uh, hide your <laughs> Edit this out. Edit this out. Um, I uh, I picked up Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. It's yeah. really cool. I was talking to Don in the car. Um, I, they took out the unlocking mechanic, Ugh, which the thing I've ever is the dumbest thing ever. That's what made the other one worth playing. Though, yeah, as you, you yeah, you said. I'm, I'm actually surprised because you were saying that on the 
on the interwebs that people love that. Yeah, people, it's like, down, if you see, and like, I the can't, posting comments, I, can't, like, like, I don't even know, that actually changes the game to a no-buy, if I get a yeah. Switch. Because I, um, I, I played the hell out of the game on the Wii U, yeah. I and that's, like, my favorite thing about a Mario Kart, because you get... Like you get burnt out playing the same courses over yeah. and over again, and then you unlock a new like a new cup, and you're like, yeah, oh man, so or new characters or is, something. At fun. this point, what is the incentive for playing the game besides it's, being able? It's to just play good it? and fun. Um, it's yeah, it's and, a and the game is a multiplayer the game. game is is fun. Yeah, and, know, like. and they did add a battle mode. That was something at the Wii U they had, but it was super lacking. It was just like this course, and you just drive around and shoot each other. So they have a, a really detailed battle mode. They added all the DLC stuff, stuff which I. I own the Wii U one. I play it like once or twice, but I never bought any of that. Yeah. It's cool. But yeah, you're right. It is a little bit of a bummer. I didn't realize how much I would dislike the idea of having nothing to unlock besides getting a little medal that says, you won, you know? Hey. Um, I've also been playing Kamiko. Have either of you guys seen that? No. You I showed, showed Jank real quick. Yeah. but it's Kamiko uh, Elements of Power. Kamiko Elements of Power <laughs> on a Kameo, oh you mean. Oh my gosh. I have not um, thought about that game. In it's on Rare Replay. Replay. Get it now. Is boy. it really? Yeah, it's on Rare Replay. Really you guys need to get Rare Replay. It's like 20 bucks now. It's got 30 great games. Uh, it's, anyways, enough about that. Um, Kamiko is like a top-down Zelda-like game where you run through these things, clearing these shrines. It's $5. It's on Switch. It takes about 50 minutes to beat. As each character, and there's three different characters. They each have three Wait, distinct play styles. Far Rune or something like that. That's a, okay, so. It's the company who made Far Rune. It's supposed to be just way better. I never played Far Rune. There's two with Far Rune. Yeah, on 3DS. So this is the first one they made for Switch. It's just oh, a great idea. Keep it talking. Is, um, okay, uh, he's he's dying. Cool 911. Oh, sorry, this is not live stream. So, uh, do you want me to pause this, boy? Okay. Well, anyways. Um, I'll explain it then to you, Donna. Uh, <laughs> Kamiko's like, you go around, kill stuff, solve light puzzles, open these shrines. After you solve four shrines in each place, you go to a boss. It's really fun. Each stage takes about between six and ten minutes, and there's four stages. Beat the game. I played it through with two of the characters. I'm on my third one. Um, besides that, I played a little bit more Persona. It's got some good stuff got some really boring annoying stuff i have kind of fallen a little bit out of it because what i have left to do is uh a lot of like grindy stuff and what is this a persona 5 so is this um, the the main game in persona or is this yeah the main the, well the there's the, there's only a main game but okay. there's uh i'm in like so they have main dungeons and then they have like this big dungeon that you go through and you can do side quests in there mm. and that's where i saved it right before i did those and those are literally just you grind a bunch of stuff kill the guy there's no like none like the social elements that make the game interesting are there yeah. and then actually i i know i've been playing a lot of stuff i played a lot of titles for short periods of time so i also played alien isolation do you guys remember that i it's do old, right yeah it How came out supposed to be good yeah it's actually like terrifying yeah i Didn't so it, they kept pushing the release date back for that one right because it wasn't ready to be i don't know it came out in 2014 i picked it up for like seven bucks a couple years back and i never got i never got a chance to even like turn it on it's really cool the only thing that makes me think i won't get to play it much is it's to keep it terrifying they have set save points so you can't just like save wherever um, so it's like a game where you need to like go to a save point then play till you're so when you, you say there. terrifying is it Oh crap! I'm gonna have to go back to this spot, or is the game actually scary? Uh, I've heard the like game's the AI, supposed to be the AI of the alien. Is yeah, like... and there's actually cool stuff that I didn't want to do because I don't have the patience for it. But you can turn on the connect, so it'll sense your head, so you can like peek around corners, and you can turn on the connect, so it'll sense noise inside of your house. Oh. So in case you make too much noise, the alien will be able to find you. It's really really cool ideas that like even though I have a connect, I'm not gonna use because it just sounds annoying in case yeah. somebody makes a noise, you know. But um, I played that, and then I, I mean, I've dabbled with a lot of stuff. I played the Puyo Puyo Tetris demo, which I think we may have talked about last week. It's yes. like a Puyo Puyo and Tetris. If it was twenty bucks, I'd buy it today. But it's a thirty dollars game, and it's, I mean, as much as I like Tetris and Puyo Puyo, uh, Puyo Puyo is a Dr. Mario esque style game. Um, I don't think I really want to spend thirty dollars right. on that. Um, otherwise, yeah, I, I played a few other things, but I don't really want to get too much into all the things I played because. Everything I played, I played for anywhere from 20 minutes to an hour. Mm -hmm. So I didn't play like a ton of stuff. Kamiko yeah. was probably the thing I played the longest, and that was an hour and a half. Um, anyways, let's take a quick break and come back and talk about some sweet shit. Yeah. Isn't you to the bathroom or anything or no? Okay. All right, we can come I back. I did in the middle of that, but now I don't. Okay. So. I want to, uh, the reason why I... I almost made a sick break. I want to... It's like totally gone. Oh. 
<laughs> I wanted to uh, I wanted to talk about roguelike stuff because he was asking me about Bonnie of Isaac. Um, but beyond that, what news stories do you guys have to talk about? I do want to talk about how the creators of that 2D Zelda yeah. Breath of the Wild got. Oh yeah, that. they always get hit with. <laughs> yeah, you can talk about that. Um, I want to bring up the new Nintendo 2DS XL because it's the stupidest thing I've ever heard about. Anything that you think about? Um, no, let's talk about like a topic or two and then. Yeah, what was the other thing? Anything? What was the other thing? We talked about the prey thing. The prey. Oh yeah, yeah you want to talk about that? I mean, I don't have much to say about it. Yeah, I don't know. It's not really a whole you lot can, to say about it. Yeah, I mean, you guys can talk about. It. Well, anyways, I'll I'll bring us back and I'll let you talk about whatever you want to talk about. Okay. Um, and we're back. Um, no phone calls. No phone calls. No okay. phone calls from Reggie San today. Um, Reggie San or Phil Spencer San. Oh, Phil Spencer San. There is actually real quick. I want to uh, divert to a really funny thing where I listen to a podcast that's recorded in Japan by a bunch of. I assume white dudes who work at in translation and localization over there, and I assume it's a Japanese thing that they've picked up. But even like Reggie and Gabe Newell, they will say like, "Oh, Newell-san," and I just think it's the stupidest, best thing ever that people say. Easy there, pranks on. So easy there, pranks on. So what the H E double hockey pucks has been happening in the news? Uh, it's not a whole lot, honestly. Hey-o. Like there was. Uh, the Zelda, the Breath of the the people who made the two D version of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Wait, what do you mean? Or the the top down? Top down, yeah. So like the original Zelda? It, it, sounds yeah, pretty it's sweet. Breath of the Wild, but it looked, it's the yeah. And what about that sweet? The uh, Nintendo hit him with a cease and desist order. Not that we didn't know that that was going to happen. It, it hit every single game. Pokemon Uranium cease and desist. I heard the Metroid uh, two remaster. Yeah, that thing is supposed to be amazing. Cease and desist. Um... I, I get it. They it, don't want people making their games. See, stupid, no, I, I understand that, but like a lot of these people who make these like knockoff games nah. are really talented. I don't know why they don't I, scout them instead I don't, of like. Yeah, well, maybe well, they do. Nintendo wouldn't do it because they're just their heads are inside their butts. Yeah, so it's like buttholes and they can't like, see oh, man, their buttholes. It right up there. Yeah. Like we've like there's a whole internet thing about this Metroid remake that everyone would what's, want to play. Like why don't internet? we make it? <laughs> yeah, right. And they're like they're like nah. We've got this game called Splatoon. It'll satisfy yeah. all our Android fans. Donna, what's the internet? <laughs> no, it is it is really dumb. They're going to do that constantly. I The main thing I don't get is why these makers keep making this. Why don't they make their own games? They're like really, really talented. And I get that they love the properties. Well, I mean, but at the end of the day, can these people just make those games themselves and play them? Yeah, they can. I mean, that's a, this, that's what they do. This and is then, the thing, though, about... This, this goes back to what we were always talking about with Nintendo. Like, people... That, yes, they could make their own games, but unless it has, like, a Nintendo... People won't even really care about it unless it has, like, some sort of popular name brand attached but, to it. But they can't make any money off this stuff anyway, so I, why I, do they care if people care about it? I mean, just to see their work? I mean, that's cool. Just to see their work? Maybe they're looking for a job? I don't know. I mean... I don't know. I mean, that's, that's all good points. I mean... I personally think Nintendo doesn't make any errors ever in the history of time, and that's oh, yeah, why no, definitely not. this week yeah. when they announced the new Nintendo 2DS XL, the best, greatest invention ever, I was like, mind blown. The greatest console nobody wanted. We don't need a Switch at all. That's stupid. Get rid of that junk, man. Let's get all this Nintendo let's, 2DS let's XL. Let's cancel the SNES Classic and <laughs> give the people something that they don't want. Let's give the people what they want. Exactly <laughs> that. What do you guys think about the new Nintendo? Nintendo 2DS XL, how many copies are you going to buy each? I feel like we're living in the timeline of Chrono Trigger where <laughs> Chrono dies and you haven't revived him yet. <laughs> I, like, I like that analogy. I think that's a metaphor for Nintendo. <laughs> oh, man. This is, I, I don't actually understand why they're or, doing this. Or we're living in the world of ruin, yeah. uh, Final Fantasy VI, where the world has go, been destroyed. Kefka's towers. <laughs> and, you know... Nintendo's on the brink of, of saving things, but they're still just kind of being Celeste hanging out at Sid's cabin yeah. catching fish. So <laughs> you gotta get her. Oh man, that's the best part of that game is when you go to that. That's such a cool part of that game. Actually, right? yeah, every part of that yeah. game is the cool part of that game. But uh, yeah, it's I, I don't know why they're doing it. I know the 3ds <laughs> now the 2ds has a great lineup of games. I get it. I loved I loved it. I don't know why they're going to release a new handheld. Like at at a hundred and fifty dollar price point, supposedly the reasoning is that we need something between the seventy nine dollar price point of the two DS 
and the $200 price point of the 3DS XL. So, or what's now the they want the okay, 2DS, 3DS, what's the difference? That just uh, no 3D. It's actually the 2DS plays 3DS games. So but it's, just, no it's just a standard Game Boy then. Right, much. but it's so it's, it. Uh, I mean, it's got the dual screen, of yeah. course, but it's just that way because it doesn't have the 3D mechanic, which is pretty much optional for yeah, any game. Okay. So, so time. like, I never use it. Yeah. Um, I like turned it on for a minute, looked at something, I was like, oh, that's cool, and shut off. I would, yeah, I would <laughs> randomly do that with Dragon Quest Seven and things like that, but for the most part, and Bravely Default, but yeah. Like, I, I saw it every once in a while. It just yeah. wasn't like something I wanted to play with, like on, ever, like yeah. for the full time. Yeah. Um, so it just takes away. So I guess that means that it's either cheaper to make or yeah. has more battery life or something like that. But. I assume all of those. And I assume it's great. It just seems weird to release at the time where they just released a portable console that doesn't have enough games. <laughs> See, everybody keeps talking about how the Switch is going to be the next portable console. Like, it's, yeah. it's basically the next Game Boy, but nobody... Nintendo doesn't seem to be listening to their fans. I, I think it's... I, don't know. I mean, how, how, how long did they release regular DS games after the 3DS came out? Not very long, if I'm Because the 3DS correct, was pretty much like, you know, like a sleeper hit at first. Like, it didn't do that well. Initially. Yeah. Yeah, it actually did so poorly, because they were selling it for $250, that they dropped it down to $179. And if you bought it pre at the $250 price, they gave you... Game Boy Advance games called the from the Ambassador-like thing or something like that. And the funny thing is, they never released those Game Boy Advance games. So, like, you can't buy them. So, the pe- only the people who are original uh, oh, yeah, 3DS buyers can purchase those games. And it's crazy. It's such a it's confusing crazy. amount of stuff. Yeah. Where it's like, yeah. man, Nintendo just... No, release all those Game Boy Advance games. Let people buy them. You gave them the games for free. That's still an ambassador thing. They just don't, don't want to make money. That's it. It's not that they don't want to make money. It's like they don't want to... It's almost like they don't want to... They don't want to satisfy, like they don't want to meet anyone's desires. They want to like blow people's minds with things they don't expect. I guess. Where it's yeah. like <laughs> we weren't expecting this. What's that, <laughs> like, like what's that game? The Snipper one. A Snipper Clip. That's yeah. actually really rad. Right. So it's like it's like they're like, hey, we didn't give you all of the hundreds of virtual console games that you mm-hmm. want, but Snipper Clips was better than you thought it would be, huh? Yeah, right. And that's like and that's, that's not like even them. Thing. That was like another developer that they like. Brought in second party to yeah. release the game, so it's like they don't want to redeem their like tarnished name by just like doing being the stuff a buddy you want. <laughs> and, and doing things you want, like like what Microsoft is always trying yeah. to do, or it's like yeah. you know like friendly neighborhood video game company, like they're like no, we're not going to give you what you want, we're just going to try and come up with something weird that you like. Yeah, I I mean I would buy a 2DS XL honestly if it wasn't for I own a Switch. I have something that plays these games. I have a 3DS XL or a new 3DS XL, which is, to be honest, the new one is kind of pointless. The only game that really uses it, there's only three, but Xenoblade Chronicles and like Hyrule Warriors. And Xenoblade Chronicles sounds cool to be portable, but I want it on my Switch. I don't want to play it on a console where it's supposed to run like 15. The Xenoblade Chronicles, the music is all gimped in that one. Oh, uh, really? Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me. Which I is mean, like it's, the best part of that it's game. It's a small, so. I mean, it's a big game that they put on a really tiny handheld, you yeah. know, that is not very powerful. Like, it's not as powerful as the Vita. But anyways, that's that's kind of it for our Nintendo roundup this week. There wasn't a ton of new stuff. They've got a lot of games coming out in May, Minecraft, all that stuff. But nothing... Uh, you didn't hear about the Super Nintendo 64 Classic? <laughs> yeah, Super Nintendo 64 Classic. Uh, breaking news. No, Guaranteed it's going to have all the games. And, uh, and, and all the fans are like, right now they're saying they're going to do remakes... That's that's the worst part of all this Nintendo stuff is they have like somebody releasing leaks that are always false. Like, oh man, they're gonna release Paper Mario Thousand Year Door off the trail. And we're yeah. gonna get the virtual console and somebody the original leak for the Switch was that it was gonna release with both Super Mario Odyssey and Zelda, Breath of the Wild. And it was like gonna be so cool. I was like, this isn't even possible. And it was gonna release with Smash Brothers for Wii U and GameCube virtual console games and a virtual console. It's like I should have realized at that point. Like, like oh, no man. way. <laughs> it's Nintendo. And it was almost believable because of how poorly they've performed yeah. as a company. Yeah, you're like, oh, they're going to do stuff. Yeah, it's <laughs> like, like, oh. Finally give us what we want. Nope. No, you think that. <laughs> it's like that. <laughs> that voice in Dread Spark. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> 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 yeah. That voice. Ha, ha, ha. Um, otherwise, there wasn't a ton of new stuff. There's uh, 
uh, Bethesda's being a troll again, like trolling everybody who tries to use any of their trademarks. Yeah. Uh, what was yeah, that one? They, oh, yeah, they're canceling my game Elder Trolls. Elder Trolls. Elder Trolls. Elder Trolls Breath of the Mild. Um, it is, uh, they did have a game called Prey for the Gods or Prey of the Gods or something like that, which they had to change because they had the word Prey in there to now it's Prey, uh, which is P-R-A-E as one single letter word or single letter then character and then Y. Pray for the gods. Um, a game we're all super excited about. I won't play it anymore because I only want to play was Pray for the gods, and now it's Pray. Um, but no, I actually wanted to discuss uh, roguelikes real quick before we end it today. Um, well, Jank over here was asking me um, about Binding of Isaac and how it was, and you were bringing about Salt and Sanctuary, and I think you, Don, are the only person who's played Binding of Isaac? Yeah. Yeah, what do you what do you think of it? And what what do we think about roguelikes as a whole? And and what do we think about roguelikes versus roguelites? Roguelites are, are generally, and people hate these terminologies, but roguelites are generally games where uh, your statistics or items can be permanent, like Rogue Legacy. Whereas like a roguelike is where the game always resets, you lose all progress, and you have to restart again. Like as a blank slate. Yeah. So a Spelunky, from what I understand, Binding of Isaac are all games where nothing continues and you keep restarting. Yeah. And I could be wrong. Every time you play? Every time you play. Like a Tumble Seed, a game that just came out, supposedly has rogue, there's like a roguelite element where you can choose a, like a stat thing that will do both a positive and negative so thing. Are you talking about like how Sonic the Hedgehog, you had to restart every time you want it's to It's exactly Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah. The roguelike. <laughs> well, no, it is. It, it is, is a, like that, yeah. yeah. You yeah. run out yeah. of lives, you die, you start the game again. Like, yeah. uh, But we nowadays don't have to deal with that, you know? But you played Binding of Isaac, right? Yeah, fairly. What, what, do, you, what do you remember of it? What do you think about it? Like... You, the, who made Binding of Isaac? Uh, the guys, I don't know the name, but Meat Boy. But it wasn't the two of them. It was just the dude the dude who did the drawings for all those games. Like yeah. Ed McMillan or Ed McMullen. Indie game, the movie. You guys should yeah. watch it. He's in it. So I think I enjoyed it. I think it made me feel a little bit too much like I was playing something from Cartoon Network. Yeah. So it was like that, that like generation of cartoons where everything was like, you know, like giant cartoon butts and like yeah. that kind of like that like that, like that post <laughs> Ren and Stimpy style yeah and I'm not I'm actually not super into that um so I didn't stick with Binding of Isaac because I tend to stick with games that are aesthetically interesting to me yeah. it was actually a really interesting game uh the setup and like the concept and and it and the look of it I thought was interesting and unique it just didn't it just didn't hold my particular attention but do you I, remember though if, if every run was no totally I, you know it's funny i my i played the game for a little bit and my impression was that like i remember because that came out game came out a while ago yeah i think that was before the term roguelike was a big buzzword it, it it's always been around but yeah it wasn't as popular me, as it is i nowadays. remember hearing binding of isaac like the pitch to me was like this game was like legend of zelda so uh. Yeah, it's like top-down, dungeon-exploring kind of deal. Um, and that's what it reminded me of. I don't remember dying and then starting the game again. I think that's the case. So this was brought up because Jank got a Switch. It's on Switch. supposed to be the best version of it. It's actually got co-op, which sounded... I almost picked it up just for that because that mm. sounds fun. Um, but I believe I read recently somebody mentioning that when they used to play Binding of Isaac, they could only get down to the second or third floor before dying. Now they can do the whole... Uh, run the whole game without dying mm. and finishing it. So I assumed, and I could be wrong, I've, I tried finding this information online. Because honestly, persistent stats make rogue lights enjoyable. Like, I want to play Flint Hook. Because, hey, if you die, you get to use the money that you got to build up your character and try again. Just kind of like Rogue Legacy was. Mm. And the game becomes more and more fun and you get stronger yeah, and stronger. Rogue, Legacy, so rogue Legacy is the best rogue light or any type of... It's just such a good game. I hope they make a sequel. Yeah. Um... But yeah, I, I don't know Rogue likes like Spelunky. I, I don't like that type of game where you you die and then you just yes. literally start Sorry, again yeah, and scratch. you have to somehow beat the game in one run. And you'll pick up power-ups while you play, but it doesn't persist. Okay. So there's a game called Enter the Gungeon that's very similar or uh, Nuclear... I can't remember what it is, but it's a, a PS4 game that was really big and you have guns and stuff, and every time you try to get your run further and further, they got bosses after, like, you do three or four levels, and then you go down another level through the thing. But every time you die, you start at the beginning. Um, what is your experience with these games? Have you played any? 
No, I mean, I didn't even know these terms until you just spoke them today. Like, I, I, Sorry, Jank is now kicked third, off the podcast. The term is uh, roguelike. Roguelike. My <laughs> idea for a roguelike <coughs> game where you kill Nazis. Roguelike. Perfect. Yeah. And every time the Nazis respond, your now goal is to get to Hitler. I make it clear that we are against Nazis and that this game is about killing them. Killing them. Correct. And pro-Nazis. <laughs> nope. We're, wait, we're uh, killing pro Nazis. Killing no. pro Nazis. We we are killing pro Nazis uh, and Nazis, <laughs> um, and pro Yahtzee players. Pro Yahtzee. Okay. <laughs> I mean, everybody has. I guess their... on a scale of evil, they're kind of just yeah. Bad, so, pro uh... Yahtzee players. This would actually be an awesome game. Almost as cool as like. Uh, did you guys ever see that game about? dad pants or something like that there's a game where you're like you're a dad and you wear ripped off cut off jeans and you go through a dungeon i don't remember what the point of it is but this is like the cool like sun quest or i can't remember what it is but it's like the, i'll have to show it to you guys after this but uh yeah i mean i i'm interested to see the genre like evolve um and see if they do cooler stuff but about binding of isaac i don't know if you're gonna get it or try it or i was i was i was debating okay i mean because after I finish Zelda, I mean, I don't know what I'm going to do. Well, you only have about two hours in a 70-hour game, so by then there might be 40 games out. Aren't you getting Prey tomorrow? I'm getting Prey tomorrow. So, okay, yeah, you've got plenty of stuff to play. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, the summer's going to be slow. The summer's going to be a real slow time in gaming. With E3 coming up, though, we'll get hopefully some – that Final Fantasy VII remake. That hey, they... yeah, let me, while we're talking about that, what do you think the odds are of them re-releasing the whole Final Fantasy VII anthology? With that game. Oh, you like, mean like Shadows of Cerberus? Well, no, Cerberus I mean, like, I, I would love to play Crisis Core and I'd like to play Shadow Crisis of Cerberus too. on or Dirge like, of Cerberus. Or Dirge of Cerberus. I would love to play, have, like, be able to play those. And the phone game that never came out here where you're Reno and uh, oh, Dirk. Yeah. I, see, I don't really. What, that's whatever for me, but like I would like Reno to play Reno. like the full story of Final Fantasy VII. I don't think you're gonna get that, man. I <laughs> see. The, Maybe I mean that would yeah. be easy I mean, money for them. I mean, if they were like HD ports, kind yeah. of deal. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, they I did it with Type Zero, and that did not play well. They yeah. could literally do the same thing if they wanted to. Yeah, I could. I could yeah. see that. I already played all those games except for the phone one, but. Uh, um, I don't think they're gonna do it though. I mean, why would they? They haven't done. They haven't even made Crisis Core playable on like anything besides PSP. And I've been waiting to play that game for such a long time. I don't own a PSP. It's like the only console I've never owned. They, you can't get it digitally on the on Vita? or yeah, I can't get it on Vita. Uh, that and Birth by Sleep are like two of the games I'm like, why isn't this digital? Well, Birth by Sleep makes sense because they've yeah. re-released it. They re yeah, but I mean, for a long time there, you had no options. You know, you yeah. were like, you had to wait till the PS3 and now PS4 remake came yeah. out. I mean, that's, oh. yeah, I have my PSP, so... It just, but I've already beaten Birth by Sleep, so I don't need to do that again. I just, this, okay, so do you want to talk more about E3 hopes and dreams, or do you want to talk well, more about Final Fantasy so, VII specifically? Uh, yeah, it would be it would be interesting to play that whole, but the thing is, is that there's so little knowledge about what the remake of Seven is going to be like, um, and there's still a lot of, like a very high percentage of it being like ruined by like... Yeah, overbloating the story with more nonsense. Yeah, um, I hope they don't. Add Dirge to of Cerberus is kind of a fun game. It reminds me of that like that era of PS2 games where it was like the bouncer. Have... <laughs> no, it's a lot later than the I know, bouncer, I know, right? but where I just remember like the you bouncer. Have these kind of like actiony, cinematicy games. Like it's like a Devil May Cry kind of game. Yeah, not, there's not. It's not quite as mechanically dense. Yeah, but what I did like about it though is that you can play it fast. Like you can yeah. go through it in like four hours. I no, I I enjoyed it um, quite a bit actually. I uh, um, I definitely played through it. I think Crisis Core is definitely the winner out of the. Final Fantasy VII, like, extended universe. universe. Yeah. Um, Crisis Core has some weird mechanics, some weak moments, but it ends really strong. Did you beat the whole thing? Yeah. I How long does thing. it take to play? I beat it, like, six or seven years oh, ago, okay. so I really don't remember. I don't think it's that long. I just... Th this stuff, because we're actually not... It sounds like we're not going to talk about E3 and more like about this. I'm just hoping that there's a future where these games that are getting old and harder to find ways to play, that they just start releasing these on more way things that have continuous persistent services. Like Xbox has, Microsoft has said for Xbox that as long as the brand is around, you'll be able to play all previous iterations from this point forward and whatever they add. Or even still like let us purchase it on old stuff. Like if we are, if we still have it, don't like 
You know, uh, make, I, make a way. I just think if it we should download it digitally. Like make a way for us to play it. I guess. Yeah. I. I. It's that's a hard, tricky thing. Like I would rather them just release it to some service that they make in the future where we can consistently play this. I don't understand why we're still living in in the age of uh, generations. Like why why I on my Switch I now need to rebuy or re spend money on all the stuff that I bought time and time and time again. And that same thing goes for PS4. Right. And I, I think this would put an end. Like, they're always complaining about people using ROMs and emulators. Yeah. I think that this would Which put is in, stupid. Yeah. If you don't give people options, of course people are going to use ROMs and emulators. Yeah. Yeah. So, it's the dumbest thing ever to be like, well, you know, we don't want you to use that. We'd rather sell, we'd rather have you buy it from somebody we don't even know that's selling it for $700 on eBay. It's like, you get nothing from that and you want us to spend, like, 700 bucks yeah. or whatever yeah, buying exactly. this game? Like... Mm-hmm. I mean, it's because it, legally, from what I understand, ROMs are actually legal if you own the game. If you own the game, it actually becomes like this weird point where you have paid the right for the license and you're able to use it on your computer. I, yeah. I don't know if that's true. I'm not. I am a lawyer now. I just got my bar this moment. Um, it's it's literally I got a you know a Snickers bar. Snickers bar. Okay. At, at oh, a bar. <laughs> Um, yeah, I, I guess it's kind of interesting too when I think about that. It's like I will probably never play Crisis Core again. Yeah, I'd love um, to play it once. You know, because I've played it. Yeah, um, I'll play the. Re- you know, I'll play the. Re- depending on how long, like the as far as like the remake kind of thing is concerned, it just depends. If yeah. the remake sucks, I will play it once. For this is for Final Fantasy VII. If the remake is 300 hours, I will just play the original Final Fantasy VII. Yeah. I don't think the remake... I think all of these episodes are going to be like five hours each. I don't think they're going to make... It's going to cost... If you saw how good that game looks, every single piece of it's going to take them so much money and so much time do that... You, do you think I don't they'll think still give you the option to go out and level up your characters, though? I don't even know, man, because the game's going to be played more like 15, which is great. I love the 15 battle system. Yeah. I don't think it's going to be like the grind fest that 7 was. I don't think there's going to be... 7's really not that much of a grind fest unless you want it to be that. But there is random battles on the map. That's what I mean. Like, I don't think you're going to see that anymore. Like, I think like 15 where, you know, you saw the planes coming overhead and you said, Yeah, I don't want to do this. I'm going to run away. Yeah. You're going to get those options, you know? Like... Um, it, there's random battles on 15's map. Yeah, there is, but you can avoid all of them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you literally just run away. Well, if they make the leveling system like Final Fantasy 15, then I think I'll be okay with that. I don't know, because <laughs> that would negate the Materia system. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't think they should change the leveling system at all. I, I don't mind them changing the combat system, just because it's a really old game. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but especially if they do the 15, where they offer a weight mode. Like that's cool because that actually I'm more I never like, I'm more mode, concerned but. with their interpret their reinterpretation of the story. Like if they change Cloud to be like mopey and not douchey. Yeah. yeah. Like if they make it so that like if they just if they just tweak it so much that it's like a whole different thing. Like I don't know if it'll drive me to play it more than once. I don't mind the mechanic change really. Yeah. Um, that's not going to be an issue for me because. Yeah, because I can go back and play Final Fantasy VII. Yeah, definitely. And that's the cool thing. It's kind of hopefully going to be like a remix, essentially. Like, you yeah. don't want your remix to be the exact same thing. That's what you have remasters for, you yeah. know? Yeah. Like, they already remastered Seven. You can play it on PS4 today. Yeah, it's... but there's very, there's very like, select... Like, it's funny because the issue of backwards compatibility but also releasing old games is very weird because, for the most part, I play RPGs... And most of them take a long time. Like, I won't replay most of the games that I really yeah. love. Like, yeah. I will probably never play Star Ocean 3 again. I already spent however I, many I never hours. beat it, so I'd like to play it. I beat it. it. Yeah. I might play it. Could, I could see myself playing Radiata Stories again. Yeah, um, man. That game needs to... They need to do something with that. But, and it's not because I didn't love Star Ocean 3, but it's just... It's a long freaking game. Yeah. Like, I will probably replay every Final Fantasy game at some point. Because I do that. I mean, I play Final Fantasy 4, like, once a year. But yeah. I have that game down to a science because I've played it since I was four. So and th- yeah, I you hope know. you know I and hope if we keep getting into this generation of like remakes and stuff. Yeah, I'm hoping we get stuff like I thought the four remake on DS where they did the 3D graphics was kind of cool. It is cool and like, I and it's great, but I've only played it once and will probably if it's if it comes because now on the on the DS it's like so non high def like HD. Yeah, like they so. have like the iPad version which is like smoother and they have like the I think Steam. they have it on Steam, yeah, which is smoother too. Wait, which game we're talking about? Uh, Final Fantasy IV. Four. Okay, but otherwise, the remake is such a slower game than the uh, like the perfect collection Final Fantasy IV that's on Vita. 
and PSP where it's like the Super Nintendo version, which is up-res sprites, but it's before they started doing and the, the, weird, the sprites. weird sprites with like yeah. Final Fantasy VI where they're awful looking. Like to me, that's like my favorite version of the game because I can play it. It's got fast battles, yeah. you know all that stuff. I can get through the game in twenty hours with doing everything. Well, I'd like to see six at some point get like at least the Final Fantasy Nine graphic fidelity treatment or the Dragon Quest Seven level of treatment. You know, like like a cool like update. But we could probably go about talking about the stuff for forever, and we should probably hit the road, hit the dusty trail, um, and get back to our prayers. So thank you all for all right. being here, um, and thank you for the chats and the love and the games. Badoosh! Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's uh, to us people that can feel things, it, it, uh, it hurts.